Hello, my name is Jeff Hall, and in this podcast, we're going to explore what it's like, what it takes to become and stay dangerous. I'm going to blend science and spirituality on a quest of becoming the best version of yourself, following in your own footsteps, becoming who you really want to be, while I become who I want to be. It's going to be a fun ride. So mount up and come go with me. All right, I've been promising for a week or so, I think, uh, maybe a little bit longer than that. I'm, I'm going to bring in my buddy, John. Now, John, I've known you since uh, 2018, right? Something like that. I've known you for, what, what is this now, five years, four years? Has it been that long, Jeff? Uh, I think it has been that long. It seems like it yeah, it, does, right. it doesn't wow. seem like that long to me. No. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, well, because I think it, because it's such a joy to know you, John. Well, and vice versa, of course. I, I, I'm going to go with that. Um, <laughs> hey, look, I, I'm going to tell you how I met John in a minute. But really what I, I, I wanted to bring John on because it's going to allow me to highlight some things and you know, this podcast for me is is all about becoming and staying dangerous, right? And for me personally, it's becoming a dangerous man. And I know John now works uh, a lot with uh, um, masculinity, feminine, feminine and masculine energy. And I just kind of wanted to bring that in. And I, I couldn't think of a better way to do it than to, to bring in somebody else that uh, is a bit of an expert on these things, too. And, uh, you know, I, I think John probably laughs at himself when when he calls himself an expert. I, I do. I laugh at myself. Um, uh, you know, I, I consider myself a little bit of an expert just because I've screwed up so much stuff that I've I've got to work on it more than most other people that that seem to get it right or something like that. Is that is that how you characterize that, too, John? I don't know. I, I think we're in the same boat, Jeff. Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've really done my due diligence of screwing things up. <laughs> but there again, you know, what does really screwing up mean? You know, it's, we're actually just learning. Absolutely, uh, it's just it's it's been a little bit of a path for both of us. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, I I, I I allowed John. I talked to John a little bit before this, and and I told him that I am going to tell the story a little bit just because I love to tell the story and um, I, I typically don't tell the beginning of it but uh, the story about my breakthrough session I tell um, but I, I just wanted to I met John at a training in 2018 I think was the first time we met and we've done some training since then and and you know we we work on stuff together and sometimes we bounce stuff off of each other and and uh he's certainly a guy that that i trust his opinion and and i like to talk to him about some things uh we don't always agree i don't think john but um for the most part i know that he's a good guy and and i've kind of watched his progress and i, I just want to say the first time i met him he told me that he he had some limiting beliefs and we were at this training it was the first day uh, it, it, we the training is 14 days or something like that. We're there for 15 days or we get a day off in the middle or whatever. And it was the first day and um, we went out 
to lunch and we didn't actually go to lunch together. We were at this restaurant and, and there was this huge line out the door. We were going to get some seafood. We were in California and um, I, I was looking forward to some seafood and it was a popular spot to eat and it was just really crowded. So he looks at me, I look at him and, and we both decided this is going to take way too long. We're not going to have enough time to get back to the class. And we went to some burger joint and we decided to sit with each other and, you know, John, you let me know at that point in time that you were concerned, right? Like, cause you had this limiting belief that I know that you don't have anymore. You had this limiting belief that you couldn't learn like other people or what you were kind of whining to me a little bit. And I don't want, I don't want to use the term whiny bitch, but okay, maybe I do. Um, but no, you were whining to me that you couldn't learn, uh, the same way that other people learn. And, and here I am, I'm, I, you know, I'm doing this training and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I getting myself into? And it, 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 it came out to be that we really, we kind of hit it off and we hung out for, you know, not every night or anything, but we hung out a little bit and we did some work together and, and, um, ate some lunch, ate some more lunches together yeah. and, uh, kind of got to know one another and the, the really part of the story that I want to tell, um, you know, John had his limiting beliefs. I certainly had a whole boatload of my own limiting beliefs. And uh, I was kind of a mess. I was angry. And, you know, I, I touch on this uh, in a lot of in a lot of my podcasts. You know, I was this really angry guy and, and I was just very unhappy in life. And we do this training and part of this training was a breakthrough session, we call it. And and maybe, John, I'll, I'll have you explain what the breakthrough session is after this real quick. But okay. I, I do the breakthrough session and I get done and um, I, I was like one of the last ones done. So John's and, and probably because I needed extra help. But John is there talking with a couple other people and I, I get out and I, I will never forget this. Uh, probably as long as I live. Um, John interrupts a conversation that these two other guys are having. And he, he smacks one of them on the chest and he goes, guys, look, and, and I can see the look on John's face. And I've been hanging out with this guy for 10 days. I don't, you know, we don't know each other really, really well, but I know something's really up or right? like his face is very expressive. And I'm like, dude, what's, what's going on? What's up? And he's like, I, I think you looked at me and you're like, Jeff, you are fucking younger. Excuse the language, but I, I'm, I'm going to go for authenticity here. Um, and I was just shocked. And everybody agreed with him, right? And I, I, we took some pictures. I still have the picture. And yeah. at that point in time, it was, it was such a marked difference. I mean, both uh, now my ex-wife uh, and my kids, you know, I, I sent them the picture and they're like, oh my gosh, you, you're younger. Uh, you know, what happened? You know, and I, I think you said you put a date on it or something. You said 10 years younger or something like that. I, I don't. Uh, yeah. you, what, what do you remember from that, John? I yeah. remember smacking Charles in the chest and saying, oh, my God, guys, check this out. He looks 10 fucking years younger. Um, yeah. And yeah, and you did, Jeff. You looked lighter and younger after that breakthrough session. Well, I think I did. I lost some weight. Uh, it, it's interesting for me. Every time I do a breakthrough session, I pee a lot. And, um, and, and maybe... <laughs> You know, I, every time I've done a breakthrough session for a client, 
there's been some kind of physical manifestation. Uh, one client I had yawned just a whole bunch, like yawned and yawned and yawned and yawned. Uh, another client literally had tingling uh, through her body, and and she felt she said it was like electricity leaving her body. Um, it, but for me, that's the physical manifestation. I, I don't know what it's about. Uh, whether it's just that's how I decide to release when I release those emotions. In fact, why, tell me, uh, you know, because I don't do this a lot uh, uh, on the podcast. I don't talk about my coaching and, and what I do. Um, so from your perspective, I, and I want to hear you because I, I haven't heard you say this. I, what What is a breakthrough session? Because John and I both perform breakthrough sessions. They're very, very, very powerful sessions that have, I, I can speak for me, right? Like it made me younger. So you can't get any better than that. Obviously, it did some other things for me, but uh, and I watched a, I watched a huge transformation in John as well. So, John, you want to tell tell us what that is, and then and then move into kind of how you got into working with men. Oh man, Jeff, yeah, that's so, a lot. I know. Uh, yeah, where do you start? You know. Um, so yeah, I had I had these limiting beliefs, like I, I didn't learn like other people, and and. Uh, I, I, real quick stories, I, about fourth grade, I failed fourth grade. And then I stopped, I stopped applying myself scholastically. I, I shit by the time I graduated high school, I don't think I really knew how to read and write very, I mean, at a very low level, able to read and write. And then I just wow. went my hands forever. But so I had that living belief. Like I don't learn like other people. I'm not, I'm not as smart as other people. And yeah, I, I remember that telling you that and, and you called me a little whiny bitch. And I, I, I looked into that before, you know, a little bit more than that. And it's like, wow, I, I was in victim role. I was in a victim role. I was a little whiny bitch in victim role. Well, that's easy to do, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's how I kept myself safe. I just I didn't did, have to uh... put myself out there. I didn't have to be courageous or dangerous, you know? I just kept doing what I felt, you know. I think our society but, celebrates the victim. And it's it's been so much fun for me because you are anything but a victim now. And, and you're helping people. And I, I see, and, you know, I'm a little jealous. Of, you've done some trainings that I haven't done. Um, you know, when it comes to HUNA, I, I, uh, I, certainly, I certainly look to you there as well. And. Um, we're not going to get into that a whole bunch, but um, you know what? What uh, do you want to just real quick describe the breakthrough session, and then and then go into the masculine, feminine kind of stuff that that you kind of are are gearing towards now, and, and where you're heading, and kind of how you got started there. Yeah. So so a breakthrough session, a breakthrough session would be it's a 21 step process. This designed to go in and stir up your shit. <laughs> it does that. Basically putting it, putting it lightly, it's designed to go into the deepest level programming that you have. Find those limiting beliefs. Find that anger. Find that sadness. Find the guilt. Find the, 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 the programming that happened when we were little. You know, um, Gosh, I've done a couple breakthrough sessions that I've had people say, that they held on to guilt or anger from conception. I know that's kind of a little hard to conceive. It was for me for the longest time, but who am I to call these people? <laughs> I like how you use conception and then conceive. That, that was. <laughs> yeah, I did that on purpose. Uh, yeah, of course you did. Right. 
but it's designed to go in and dig this stuff up, dig up these limiting beliefs. Like I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not capable. If I speak, if I, if I tell people how I really feel, they won't love me. If I, this, then this will happen. So the breakthrough session is designed to go in, dig that up, bring it to the conscious awareness, and then to let it go. And, and that's the part where people look 10 years younger. They release the stress, yeah. release the anger. I truly did. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's it's a phenomenal process. And you were a different person too. I mean, I I didn't I, I wasn't thinking in those terms uh, when you did your breakthrough session, but you were a completely different person. It, it's so much fun. It, it's like I knew uh, John, and I had just met John. Right, I knew John for ten days, and then I got a whole new John. Um, and uh, it's it's really interesting the 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 phenomenal change that takes place in in people, you know, uh, and and that's kind of that's a that's a starting point, right? And I, it's great because it's a starting point and it, it's fantastic and it's not the end all be all. I, it's 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 a great place to start and then and then build from there. Yeah, and, well, that's where that's the, so if somebody wants to change their life, if they want to move into being a new person. Um, you know, like for me, example, I, 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 I had my mission. My purpose was raising my kids. I was a single dad for, for gosh, for forever married, got divorced. And then I stayed, I was a single dad forever. And my kids were my mission. My, my, my job was my mission, my purpose. And then they all, they grew up and they moved away and they moved out. I became an empty nester. And it was like, Oh shit, what do I do now? What's my mission? What's my purpose? And I was drifting through life without that purpose, if you will. I, I was still kind of attached to my kids, but that that's kind of where this work has gone, Jeff, is I'm figuring out who I am now, what's important to me, and where do I want to go? And and that's that's the twist on masculinity and femininity. I learned that. I was being a whiny little bitch and just keeping my mouth shut and making everybody help happy except for myself and learning a little bit about masculinity. It's helped me move into who I am today and what I have to offer other people. It, it, it's given me that mission, that purpose again. And, and I absolutely love this work. Right. And that's, uh, you know, and, I'll I'll share real minimally. Um, you know, a lot of people, it, it, a lot of my friends look at me and and they don't see a, a real feminine guy, right? Like, um, but when it's in intimate relationships, my my personal relationships, uh, my personal intimate relationships, I tend to tap into that feminine. So I I've really had to, and, and some people are shocked when I say that. Um, but I've really had to kind of turn that around and, and find my own self uh, the way that you are. And for me, like I said, I've screwed up more than I've, I've gotten right. And um, that has led me down this path. And so I'm getting it right more and more every day. And it's fun uh, to help other people do that. And that's kind of why I wanted 
to talk to you. Now you worked with, uh, there was some group that you worked with, I know for a while, and I'm not sure if you still do that anymore or, or what was the. So the, the mankind project. Okay. I, I worked with the mankind project. That That's the kind of, that's the program that kind of got me in the direction of men working with men. Um, Cause before mankind project, I mean, women were, always my best friends i i, I man I, I could connect with women but give, give you know could not never did connect with men you know it was never part of a basketball team or football team i love sports and i did really good with unstructured sports but as soon you know military no sports no i, I didn't get I, I was more scared of men if you will hmm. and uh, I, I went to the Mankind Projects weekend, came out, and man, I was just blown away by the love and compassion that that, that organization gives towards men. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it was really life-changing. And so now, I know that you're, you're kind of gearing your coaching and, and your, your sessions to... to um, those that are in the same kind of spot, right? Like that are, are, are dealing with masculine feminine issues. And, and that's something, and, you know, I think we do, we, we reach out, um, uh, you know, for me, I, like I said, I like to coach veterans and I like to work with veterans. Well, why? Because that's who I am. Right. Um, and, and I'm looking to, to coach some men, uh, primarily because I'm a man and that's, that's who I relate to. And, and so, um, because you've had to do this work yourself, you get to kind of help other people. Um, not kind of, right? You, you get to you get to help other people that are struggling with the same things that you've struggled with. Absolutely, absolutely. And and a little bit of that background was uh, a father that was very. Uh, he had a lot of toxic masculinity, if you will. It was very, um, are you calling me a liar? God damn it. I, shit, Jeff. I swear my name was God damn it until I was like 21. Wow. God damn it. I told you this. God damn it. This. God damn it. That. God damn it. Are you calling me a liar? You know what I mean, so it's that type of energy, which basically emasculated me. You know, it, it taught me to not speak up, to not speak my opinion to not whatever it was um i wasn't good enough i wasn't i i the only thing that we really knew what was going to happen with my dad was it was going to be negative we we never really knew what to expect so you're kind of it's kind of like walking on eggshells all the time and consequently i found relationships that were the same way i would attract women into my life that were very similar to my father energy and that's, that's like a toxic masculinity. And so in this process, I've learned what it means to be a, uh, a divine masculine energy, a divine masculine that helps guide and direct somebody. And uh, I, I love that because masculinity has gotten such a horrible name right now and and they and they put toxic in front of it all the time. And I, I got to be honest and, and, you know, we've, we've talked, um, and, and certainly know that that we agree on this, but um, 
masculinity is not toxic at all. It's certainly not the way that it's designed to be. And um, before I before I get off here, though, let me let me ask you. And I want to I want to leave this podcast kind of with uh, your definition of masculinity and 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 what's a couple of things that somebody who might be struggling um, just to, to tap into their masculinity from your perspective, what's, what's, uh, just, just one thing. How about that? I don't even care. Just, well, I mean, it goes back, everything goes back to release work, Jeff. I mean, it all goes back to what's the purpose of being the way that you're being, right? It it goes back to letting go of the way that you're being, knowing that there's something different out there and looking to heal that those parts of you, that need to be healed. That, that's what worked for me. It, it's, wow, I saw something else out there. I went through the breakthrough sessions. I did the release work. I focused on what I wanted. I put it out into the future. And now I stay focused on what that is and, and doing the work there. And, you know, so, so here's, a, here's a good metaphor, if you will, for, for what I think the masculine and feminine dances um i kind of relate it to dancing a structured dance and we'll just we'll use west coast swing for example in in that dance there's there's a lead and a follow and the lead would of course be the the masculine and the follow just kind of goes in the direction of the lead so there's a bunch of different components in that dance you have private your arms are attached, you have a pressure, you have movements, Um, the lead will draw her forward, push her back. And in this case, we're talking about the masculine feminine being a man and a woman. It can be a man and a man, a woman and a woman, it can be whatever it is. Oh, this is my, this is my podcast. I'll, I'll leave it as man and woman. We're all right. We don't need this. And you, you have a, you have a rigid connection, a soft, rigid connection. And as he moves his shoulder or he moves it forward or backwards, that gives her a little bit bit of a direction to come this way or to go this way. So he's leading the dance in the direction where where he's going. So he has this plan of what's going on. And now it's up to her whether she wants to follow or not. He's not saying go this direction and, and, and and go here, go here. He's inviting her to move with him and go this direction. It's kind of like, hey, you know what? Here I am. I'm going this direction. Would you like to come with me? So it's more of that lead and follow kind of analogy. Well, I like that. I talk talk about, uh, you know, leadership as influence, right? Yeah. It's certainly not, you know, the difference between leadership and management, right? Like I can have a manager who, who uh, is my boss, let's say, and he can come in and say, you will do it this way. And I'll do it that way uh, because I want to keep my job or whatever. Um, but in reality, that's, he's not leading me. He, he's, he's threatening me, right? Like I'm doing it. I, I it's, it's more of a push. Uh, than a pull. And I, I like, I, I like leadership as, as a pull because leadership is influence. I, I love John Maxwell and, and that's, that's his take. Uh, that's where I got that from. Leadership is influence. I'm going to influence you. I'm going to coax you to do it my way. 
because you trust me and you know that things just work out better if we do it this way. And yeah. it's that kind of influence that, that really does it. And, um, we, we hear so much and, and I really want to, we'll, we'll get back on this. And, and next time when we have you on, we'll have the story and the introduction and, and all that stuff. We'll, we'll talk about how in today's society, it, it seems like that women don't want that. And I think that's a misnomer, right? Like they don't want uh, a man to lead them. And I think that's a misnomer. I think that they actually do. And, uh, you know, once again, it's one of those places that, that I have kind of taken a back seat. Sometimes I'm, I'm a little shame to admit, and I'm working on it myself. And I, I before I'm going to go, John, you gave me something uh, a while back, and I don't know where you got it. If you got it from somebody else, you came up with it yourself, whatever. I, I love the fact, um, you know, you told me that uh, I don't have to be, I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to be the the master yet. Um, and you, you painted a story for me. I don't know if you remember this. You painted a story for me. Um, okay. You know, the where if, if you're in kindergarten, if you're just starting out, if you're trying to to learn something new, do you want the, the senior in high school to come in and tell you where the bathroom is and where you get the milk and 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 where you go here to get your tray at lunchtime or whatever? Or do you want the, the first grader, right, the kid that's that, that just did it last year and who was scared himself and didn't know the didn't know the way around and. You know, it, it's an interesting concept that I don't have to be the master. I have to be just one step ahead of you if I'm if I'm coaching you, right? Um, and in yep. fact, I, I've come to I've come to learn that sometimes it's better if I'm just one step ahead because last week that was me, right? Or <laughs> maybe not. Hopefully not last week, but but last year that was me. I was messed up and and um, I screwed that up. And let me tell you what I did to fix it. And let me tell you how I can help you fix it for you. And uh, you gave me that and I appreciate it. And uh, it was one of those times that I was like, well, you know, having a little bit of self-doubt myself and done some release work and got rid of that. And um, now I get to, uh, now I get to play with some other veterans and, and do some things and, and speak and teach. And it's a lot of fun. And that's part of what this podcast is, right? I, I like to just share some of the things that I've learned. And I, I'm going to have you back. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to have you back on. We're going to do this a couple more times and, and we'll really get into the masculine feminine and, and, and what women want and what men want by and large. There's always exceptions, of course, but, um, uh, you know, I'll share a little bit more of my story and a little bit more of yours in, in, in relation to this. But, uh, anything else you want to say before we get off here? No, I think we're pretty good, Jeff. Yeah. Cause the, the, we just barely touched the surface of, of things and, and gosh, just masculinity could take, you could talk on that for a day, femininity. You could talk, I mean, all of these. At least subjects. just a day. Yeah. I think we got, I think we got um, more than that. And, and it's right now, right now, um, honestly, I think it's backwards. I think, I think we have so many issues, um, that are related to this, that, that are kind of messing up the world and society. And, and I think if we can get this right and we can, you know, have men step up and take the leadership role. And, I, you know, I've made the, the, the comment before that, uh, you know, it's, if, if we can, if we can weaken men, 
then we weaken our entire society and, and we as men need to step up and, and take that leadership role again. So yeah. maybe God, not a, go ahead. There's that statement, a man that doesn't stand for anything will, a man that doesn't stand for something will fall for anything. Yeah. That, that flows right in what you said just a minute ago. And that is not a dangerous man. Make make a stance. That is not a dangerous man. And and as I've said on my podcast several times, just say no sometimes. And that's that's taking a stand. Stand up and just say no. Uh, We're not going to put up with this. So that's going to do it today. I ran a little bit long, but, uh, you know, and I did most of the talking. So next time, John, I I want you to... (laughs) I'm going to give you a little bit more time maybe, and we'll have a little bit of fun. We'll dive into masculine and feminine. Um, I, there's a coach I listen to. I, I like dominant submissive. We can get into that. Uh, there's just a whole bunch here that we can unpack. And for me, like I said, I want to be a dangerous man. And part of that is not just the dangerous part. Part of it's the being a man. And uh, in our society, I, I see fewer and fewer great examples of divine masculine, and I see more and more examples of toxic, toxic masculine. And I think uh, there's a reason for that. And uh, you and I, uh, I see it. You don't do anything single handedly. You and I can can make a difference. So I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to you some more. All right. I appreciate you, Jeff. Thanks for everything. Yeah. Um, we're going to get off here now and remember, remember, stay dangerous. Talk to you soon.